Welcome to another episode of Nerdacious Behavior, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness and dating. I'm Yvette, and this is... I'm Sean. Uh, so today we were going to talk about polyamory. Yeah. Yeah. And you are... Huge in my mouth. And you're puking in your mouth, even though you've kind of discovered that you've been engaged in a form of polyamory for a lot of your adult life. I know. Very recently, I was shocked and appalled. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, she had her press secretary issue a public apology <laughs> to everybody she had offended in the polyamorous oh community. Yeah, no. Polyamorous. Okay, so in theory, I hate it. And then in practice, I actually started doing it like before it even became cool. Well, you, you did one very specific form, which was ethical non-monogamy. Yeah, totally. Um... And really, most of that ethical non-monogamy was, like, lip service. It's like we have the choice, but then usually rarely act on it. Well, and, uh, and I'm not sure how how much you were actually engaged in ethical non-monogamy. We're, we're going to explore it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, uh, go for it. Yeah, I mean, the basic idea is you're in a relationship with somebody, but you have the freedom mm -hmm. to be with other people under circumstances that you and your partner go over mm -hmm. and are okay with. So you typically, if you're in a polyamorous relationship, you will have what's called a primary. Right. And so I guess in your situation, you had somebody that you were in a relationship with or in a casual relationship. Sometimes I even live with these people. Wow. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to go into that because now I'm just Well, here's the thing. They fascinated. Let's see. Yeah, I can't think of a time they didn't want to be my boyfriend. But I was like, no. Oh, here's my thing. I don't like... I don't like putting expectations on other people. Mm -hmm. But I'm insane about honesty. Mm -hmm. So I do put that expectation on people. Okay. So if you're like out and then whatever in the moment, da da da, blah 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 happens, like I don't give a fuck. That's fine. I understand it. I understand like people wanting to smash their faces together and everything that could happen thereafter. Or not their faces. Yeah, as the, as case, the case may, may be. be. Um, like I get that, but so in order to make a safe space for honesty. And because you just love the idea of safe spaces so much. In <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I hate them usually, but yeah. they're good for honesty, damn it. So um, safe space within a relationship, not within society. Just for honesty. The rest of the space isn't safe. It's literally <laughs> dangerous. Uh -huh. She believes in some pretty barbaric things. I mean, that's why I want it. What? <laughs> Blood sacrifice. And... Mm. We'll get to that later. Okay, right. Yeah, we'll table that for now. Mm. Um, but no, yeah, like a safe space for honesty. And then, the, I mean, that's everything else is necessarily like unsafe so that this, there can be that safe space for monogamy. It's retarded. Well, my, uh, <laughs> my position as far as any of that goes is just if you and your partner are comfortable with it, being safe, not hurting anyone, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of, you know, being risky with behavior as far as STDs and you're not hurting anyone as far as being dishonest, um, then 
do whatever you want. Do whatever makes you happy. If nobody's getting hurt, no problem. Yeah, no, we didn't even, like, none of us even banged anyone else the whole time. That you know of. Damn it. That's the whole point of this. With <laughs> <laughs> fucking honesty, goddammit. Oh, I'll be so pissed off. Well, I can't speak for other people's honesty in your past. Mm-hmm. Would you really be pissed off if, like, six years ago, somebody that you thought you were in a basically... Uh, Open-ish relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had sex with somebody, but they didn't tell you. Yes. From years ago. So mad. Oh wow! Because I like I've thought about it, and like I've thought about like oh you know what if I had this long distance relationship with my first girlfriend, she went off to Humboldt, and I just thought like you know what if she had cheated on me, and I think now about it, and I'm like you know what like I don't care. You're still friends with her. I mean. As much as two people who don't really talk can be. Yeah, Facebook. Like, we're on good terms. Uh Like, uh, she got pregnant recently. They had, she had a really hard time getting pregnant. Uh, She's married. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, I congratulated her on it. Um, I knew that she had wanted to be a mother for a long time. She's very excited about it. So, I I wished her well. Uh, We're on very good terms. Um, Her then boyfriend, who's now her husband, uh, they've been together for, like, eight years, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they got together about a, like a year and a half after we broke up. And mm-hmm. like I met him. He's a very nice guy. I met him at her graduation party that she invited me to, which was a couple years after we broke up. And, and just it, like we're on very good terms. We can't obviously talk all the time because A, she lives super far away. And B, it's just, well, family. she doesn't have kids yet. Uh-huh. But uh, she has a husband yeah, and it's, it's just, you know, like I don't want to. Not yeah. here anymore. Yeah, I'm not in her life, mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously, like, I just don't want to insert myself into that dynamic. If she, like, needed something, would you be there for her? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, in a completely platonic way, like, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, uh, she's great. Um, if she banged somebody else, you wouldn't care? At this point... What if she, like, had been banging somebody else, like, the same one person often throughout your relationship? I mean, it would definitely color some of my memories, but it wouldn't really change how I feel now because we didn't end up together. Uh-huh. I, and I didn't get herpes. So, uh-huh. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Um, well, that's nice of you. You're like way less jealous than I am, though. You, you keep saying stuff like that, uh-huh. and <laughs> I just don't think it's like I've gotten very jealous. Well, you've said that like you don't have a big problem with jealousy because you, I said, said something else about INFJs and you thought that I was talking about a comment about jealousy and I was like no it's that oh y'all are needy that's what it was yes I'm needy Um, that is that is a fact but before I clarified you were like no I just don't really have a lot of jealousy I thought I so I don't think I'm excessively jealous okay I I can get jealous in situations that are warranted where like there's an expectation that we're exclusive Mm -hmm. and then you know something happens like yeah i would Mm -hmm. be jealous Mm -hmm. but you know i don't i don't think i've gotten jealous in situations that didn't warrant it okay yeah no i'm very territorial um which is weird with this whole ethical non-monogamy thing yeah yeah (laughs) so it was really it was really more than it being ethical non-monogamy it was more of a dare like a double dog dare. Yeah, like, oh, do it. <laughs> I fucking dare you. You won't. Um, no, I mean, I would be, like, sad or jealous, but I'd rather just know. And I'm so scared of dishonesty is my thing, I think. Mm. You should go into politics. Because I 
scared of dishonesty? Oh, no, just because they all lie, and I think it would be a great environment for you. Uh, so I could, like, overcome that fear? No, no. <laughs> no, mostly because I'm lying, and I think that would be a terrible place for you. But, yeah, um, yeah no, you, uh, you are violently against not only not telling the truth, but even just Omissions. keeping it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. A material omission is just as bad as a material misrepresentation. Now, that's what four years of, or what, three years of law school got you. Okay, no, but here's the thing. I felt that way before I had legal terms to put it into. Right, but nobody calls it material omission. Then the law agreed with me and I was like, finally, I can talk about this. Under certain circumstances. Material omissions are always wrong. When in the law is a material omission, not a bad thing. All right. So I don't obviously have the legal background that you do. <laughs> My daddy's a lawyer. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. Um, Which probably makes you more qualified to have this conversation, frankly. Why? <laughs> I wasn't the best law school student. Ah, well, I wasn't any law school student. All right. So, All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you this one, even though you sound like you don't want to take it. But um, <laughs> no, I, I'm mostly kidding. But... Uh, yeah, I, I, there are situations where, like, there's testimony where they will omit something that may or may not be important, and it's kind of on the burden of the prosecutor to bring that out, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you say? Well, no. Now you're talking about evidence. Evidence has its whole weird dog shit set of rules that don't make any fucking sense, and you have to learn them out and stuff. But so well, a material omission, and that should all come out in discovery anyway. But okay, so what? when it does happen is more like if I'm selling my house and I know it's got black mold in it, I have to tell you. Oh no. So that you're talking about contract law. So like a material omission before you, when you sign a contract, if you knowingly omit something material Mm -hmm. and then they sign the contract, they're signing Mm -hmm. it without knowledge of something that you reasonably should have told them. Yeah. Also that's just, I mean, those kinds of things, I mean, they just have to be in in the contract legally. You have to tell them of those kinds of things, but that's, that's from a law perspective. And that, I think, extrapolates to the rest of life. I'm like, glad you got us back on topic. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got uh, really I was not thinking about it. But, um, so there. Um, yeah, no, because, okay, so a friend of mine recently was like, oh, I'm talking to an ex of mine. And I was like, well, then you got to tell your current partner. Mm-hmm. And they were like, why? And I was like, or you're just a well, dick. Well, how long uh, is this? Per- so... Wait, is this a female friend? Yeah. So okay. I was so like, how long has she been with her current partner? Um, not a ton of time, but I was like, how would you feel if that was happening to you? And how would you feel if she, she told you or if she didn't? And she was like, oh, you're right. Uh, I just had one. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um. And I was like, or, you know, you just have to know that you are omitting something that may or may not be material. And the reason why that's wrong is because you take away someone's choice. And that's manipulative. And you believe in the right to choose. I do. Oh, okay. (laughs) Even though if you 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 were wondering if this was going to be controversial today. (laughs) No. um, Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, so, but we, we need to circle back around to your life in particular, because frankly, that's more interesting than our positions on this. Mm-hmm. You said you were in a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. lived with them. Okay. And yet. That was a very like particular situation because mold was killing me. So we were dating 
and um, it was not exclusive. And then I started to fucking die. And then he he was amazing. Like I would probably be dead without this guy. I should have married him because he was so incredibly good to me every fucking step of the way. Did he I mean, ask? Yes, actually. Wow, you did fuck up. All right. No, but I'm, obviously that's not all that is required of a relationship. But like, uh, okay, but is so, there a reason that you decided not to keep it monogamous? Um, like, because wait, it doesn't what? sound like it was non-monogamous because it was a casual relationship. It sounds more like... Well, it was casual until I started dying. Yeah. Like, it was very much like, let's go to a comedy show. Yeah. And then it was very much like uh, Walk to Remember. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Basically the plot of a Walk to Remember, <laughs> if anyone's curious. Um, yeah, no, it was gnarly. I, like, he had to drive me everywhere and do everything. I couldn't even hold a fucking conversation. I could, like, cook. It's you when, couldn't when I could hold a conversation, but you could still cook? Yeah, shut the fuck up. Oh, that's... I'm a good cook. No, I wasn't saying you're a good cook. I'm just like, okay, motor skills are there, but. Well, I, no. And then I said, when I could move my hands, sometimes I couldn't move my hands, but I couldn't like have a conversation like for most of that month while mold was like killing me. And then when we finally figured out that mold was killing me, I moved in with him. Okay. And then that was like the end of June. And then I moved back to California, uh, like the end of August. Okay. So we didn't live together for a super long time. So a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And that was the only time that you lived with somebody and you were non-exclusive? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So that's not unreasonable. Mm -hmm. It's just super goddamn weird. He wanted to be exclusive. And you didn't? No. Like, what if I get my motor skills back and I want to fuck somebody else? Rude. No, I mean, I was really asexual at the time. When you're fucking dying, you have, like, no sex drive. And yet... I didn't so want... So, did you... You didn't want him to commit in that way because you felt bad. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's all about taking away somebody's choice. I don't ever want someone to, like, want to do something and then they don't do it for me and then they like resent me and then I'm like limiting their human experience no one's ever gonna marry me because of this weird idea that I have well I haven't even done anything for you and I resent you (laughs) but I chose that I mean people make choices Sean (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's weird I need to stop it I need to figure out how to not do that anymore and to like let somebody else Because, like, I'm very, like, my soul is just monogamous. (laughs) It's not hard at all for me to, like, keep my dick in my pants and not. I would imagine you'd have a very difficult time keeping your dick in your pants. You're wrong. On account of it (laughs) basically being imaginary. Um, That's why it's easy to keep wherever I want. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, anyway, so that's. It's easy for me, but it's not easy for people, like, especially guys. And I was cheated on and lied to. And I hate that. I fucking hate that. I hate the idea that someone could, like, have this thing that they did that they know will hurt you. And then look you in the eye and not fucking tell you. And then, like, go to bed at night next to you. And then, no, no. All of that is so unacceptable. 
And I just want to prevent any of that from ever happening. Well, in that vein, Yvette, I, I cheated on that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Damn it, Sean. I was on another podcast. I, I didn't want to say anything. What? You've only been doing this for a couple it weeks. Did, it meant nothing to me. <laughs> it wasn't even a good podcast. It better not have been. <laughs> No, okay, uh, to to the listeners, uh, <laughs> I I did not cheat on a bet. I haven't been on any other podcast. Nobody else has invited me to a podcast. And in in case anybody wanted to invite, no, me don't invite him. You're on my podcast. No, this is ethical non <laughs> podcast monogamy. <laughs> no, you can be on other podcasts. I was on another podcast. In fact, if wow, you want, you didn't even tell me. That was before I knew you. Okay, but then again, you you said that, you know, if people have cheated on you before, you'd still be upset, you know, five, seven years ago. No, but I didn't know who you were. That doesn't, that's not the same. You can <sighs> sleep with people before I meet you if we're dating. Whoa, you're bringing sex into this. We're <laughs> just talking about podcasts. Actually, I don't want to ever date a virgin. That's a thing for sure. Yeah, that's terrifying. Right? Yeah. Ugh. I actually never dated a virgin or... Yeah, me. Well, Anything I've never been with the virgin. virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. Yeah, um, I like that quote from Entourage when Vinny's like, "I don't want to be anyone's first, and I don't want to be anyone's last." I don't know why. Why have you watched Entourage? I love Entourage. Oh my god, you're such a guy. <laughs> that is the frat boy show. That I is... love that show. Have you seen it? It's so good. What frat were you I in? Like, uh, I was in Kappa Kappa Gamma. Yeah, that's not but a frat. But we mostly went but... to Sigma Pi parties. Figures. Sigma Pi had the best parties. Oh my god. They had a lot of money. They were Persian. Oh. Okay. Or like the president who started it was. He's a friend of mine. And they had like giant ice luges and like. And they wore a lot of gold chains and parties. shorts with tube socks on sandals. I think there were some tube socks. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not fighting stereotypes here. But, um. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure they were all ethically non monogamous. They were lovely. Yeah, that's great. Um, we didn't have frats or sororities at my school. I went to a Catholic private school. We barely had sororities. I had to make one in order for it to be cool. Now, did you just open up a new chapter of a you can't. You can't do that, it turns out. You have to make your own first, and then you have to petition for like international affiliation. I did that shit in record time. No big deal. Hmm. Yeah. So... You would be the person to see if I wanted to start my own sorority. Yeah. Oh, my God. I get so excited when I go to Santa Cruz and I see Kappas and I'm like, my little babies. But they never give a shit. I'm like, I started that shit by myself. They're like, whatever, lady. <laughs> oh, my God. As always, there's relevant, always sunny. But um, What is it? So, Dennis it was in some fraternity at University of Penn. Uh-huh. And uh, he went back because he was trying to get people to join his flip cup team <laughs> flipadelphia um yeah so he uh he went there and instead of like he's like i'm a legend around here you know he's all excited <laughs> about it they're like it. it's weird that you're here <laughs> you old fuck like what's wrong they tased him oh my uh, god yeah. that's me and they tased danny devito which is the greatest oh, no. yeah yeah he couldn't even get out of his skinny jeans with yeah. danny devito I saw someone at a comedy show a couple months ago, and she mentioned being a Kappa, and I was like, oh my god, nah. She mentioned it, like, on stage, and I tried to talk to her about it afterwards, and she was just, like, fucking loser. Can you say it in a sorority lilt? Oh, say what? 
my god, Kappa Kappa Gamma? No, but you can. You get like a questioning tone at the end of the sentence? <laughs> That's how my niece talks. I call her on it and I'm like, what? Oh, what did yeah. you say? Was that a question? <laughs> no? What? What the fuck is happening in this conversation? So weird. It's important for you to know how confused they are at all times. <laughs> well, mission accomplished. Um... Okay, so that is my first thing I want to say about polyamory. I accidentally did it for the last decade. Okay, ah. here's the thing. Before that, I was a serial monogamous, and it's not and that I even... you still want to be a serial monogamist. No, I want to just be a one monogamous. I don't want to be in a series anymore. I want to get married and have babies. Oh, yeah, sorry. That... Okay. Um, Pop them out. But... Oh, yeah. Anyway, like <laughs> kettle corn. Gross. <laughs> How's your brain work? Um, so, but it's funny. It wasn't even like a cheating that started this. It was I got sued for my dog. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's they, been. And they they've heard this story before, haven't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great story. I mean, yeah. There's no way you haven't talked about it. Probably more than. Yeah, I'm sure it's come up. Um, so I got sued for my dog. I won because I can cry on command. Me too. Yeah. It turns out that's just not as useful a skill if you're, you know, a guy. <laughs> uh, and I'm not an actor, so there's really just no place for it. Um, I'm sorry. I, I too. Well, don't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's been really hard for me to have boyfriends ever since. Mm. You know what? I think I talked to you about this the other day maybe I don't know a bad memory mm. I recently realized or maybe I just re-remembered that he was always like you'd want to marry someone who would be good during a divorce who would be like amicable and fair and reasonable and then he sued um, you for a dog during the break. yeah yeah it's uh and he used to say, like, you you would be so good at that. And I, I was. Like, when he was being crazy about my dog, I was like, look, my dog loves you. Maybe he could suffer with you or something. That's a great Jimmy Carr joke. Like, Go how on. can you be that right and that wrong at the same time? Bad face. Except the Jimmy Carr bit was way more offensive. What was it? Oh, he said uh, he was listening to some people as he was walking through, like, a parking lot. And some mm -hmm. guy goes up to another guy and he says... You can't park in the disabled bay, you spastic. That's like what British people call mentally disabled people. Oh, God. And so it's like, yeah, you call them a spastic, and somebody mm -hmm. who would be mentally disabled would be completely cool parking in right. a disabled That's parking funny. spot. Jimmy Carr is but, great. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. And just no regard for human life, which is very important in comedy. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's like Ricky Gervais and his humanity thing. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. So Ricky Gervais may be the best out there right now. He's Him so and good. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But I love Ricky Gervais. They're not my favorite. Uh-huh. Like, I rec I laugh my ass off. Like, don't get mm -hmm. me wrong. I enjoy the shit out of them, but they're not my favorite. Who's your favorite? I, my two favorite. Like, if I'm going with just stand-up, uh-huh. Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his persona is. Turns out, like, he's just a fairly normal, turns out, yeah. frat guy from... Oh, really? uh, yeah, what's the uh, what's the school in New Orleans? Uh, oh, um, Tulane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure he went to Tulane. But yeah, and then uh, New Orleans. I love New Orleans. 
of course you do. It's vaguely French. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's he's just so dark and it's so brutal. He's but so dark. If I'm going with an overall favorite funny person who's basic, I mean, he's a comedian, mm-hmm. Stephen Lynch. Yeah, Stephen Lynch is so funny. Just beyond everything. I just also like, he's he's actually a really good singer. Like yeah. I said, I mean, he should have probably gone after a singing career. But no, it's better this way. It's better for us this the, way. The it's, he would have made world. millions as a singer. That's not what he wants. He wants to make people laugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm talking about his wallet purely. It would have been better for him to yeah, actually yeah. go after a music career. Because he's talented enough to do it. He yeah, went on Broadway. Yeah, songwriter yeah he went on broadway he played uh adam sandler's character from the wedding singer yeah but yeah he's he's fantastic but do you have a favorite song Mm. um mine's the lullaby oh yeah that's dark i think if i (laughs) that's dark um yeah that's that's a good one i I have such a hard time picking and i saw i've seen him live a couple times loved it but i think the first song I ever heard by him is, is going to be my favorite just because they introduced it to me. Uh-huh. And, uh, like my, my good friend, James, who I lived with, uh, he showed it to me while we were living together. And then it became like a joke between us. And, um, it's called if I were gay. Oh yeah. Go on. Yeah. You want to sing it? Um, all right. Yeah. Here we are dear old friends. In my house, drunk again. Laughs have been had and tears have been shed. Maybe the whiskey's gone to my head. Oh, but if I were gay, I would give you my heart. If I were gay, you'd be my work of art. If I were gay, we would swim in romance. But I'm not gay. So get your hands out of my pants. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and it's great because he turns gay by the end of the song and they just get after it. <laughs> yeah, which I, I was hoping wasn't a suggestion from our roommate. Oh, word. No, word. He's, he's very straight. He's been married for like, god damn, I should know better. I was a groomsman at his wedding. Um, yeah, and you remember like everything. Yeah, seven years, I think. Wow. No, six. Six years. When you said he's been married four, I thought you were going to say times. And I was like, how no, old is this guy? No, no, he's a police officer now, <laughs> okay. so which is kind of weird. But um, Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, especially since he was a business major at St. Mary's. But um, hmm. yeah, he, uh, he, he didn't fight stereotypes. He married a nurse. Mm-hmm. Neither of them have gotten any sleep. They now have an almost two-year-old who has made sure any sleep they might have accidentally gotten on their weird ridiculous shifts yeah um so he's basically insane at this point which is cool yeah i have a cop friend he's not insane though um oh yeah that's good well he is kind of because he used to be a chinese medicine doctor and now he's a cop and that's a little crazy so to be clear you're you're not saying that it's insane that he was a chinese medicine doctor is he chinese He's not Chinese. He got into Chinese medicine, became a, a Chinese of, medicine doctor. A lot of people who are Chinese medicine doctors are not Chinese. Oh, okay. My first Chinese medicine doctor was a black girl from uh, Florida. Could I become a Chinese medicine doctor and could I get my credentials online before next Friday? Oh. No. <laughs> uh, 
then never mind. Yeah, no, it takes a ton of school. And then he decided, in nope, screw that. I need to go through police academy mm-hmm. and, yeah. He wanted to do, like, more sports injury stuff. And then it just was, like, serving, like, a more geriatric community and very yeah. unsatisfied. And I was like, you're a terrible person. <laughs> what? You, you would rather deal with... Yeah, people who really, like, need your help. And, like, I think of those people as, like, magical shamans that give people their lives back. And it's, like, you could be a magical shaman giving people their lives back, but instead you want to, like, pick on homeless people. But you're not really giving old people their lives back because they're going to die anyway. No, you are. Cause, they're like, great at that. The, uh, it happens... To the best of us, eventually, but um, no, it happens to the all of us. Yeah, <laughs> it'll get you one way or Wait. another. Um, no, I I remember this one Chinese medicine doctor I went to. She was like, uh, "Oh, we are the last resort." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> She's like, "Everybody try everything else. Then they come here. I fix." They're the last line of defense. Yeah, they're just playing goal line D. Fighting against... No, okay, never mind. That's, you don't care about sports ball references. But that was about to be a very rousing speech. Kind of like, you know, a very very Friday Night Lights type. What? Uh, clear hearts, can't lose. Don't don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, it's All good. Right. Yeah. Good but on. a lot of people <laughs> in listening to your podcast were almost inspired there. I Like I said, a lot of our listeners are guys, so... Yeah, well, and I don't really care Sorry, if they're guys. inspired, but... No. <laughs> I believe that. Probably. They already know what I was referencing, so it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um. So polyamory. Uh, the thing that I hate about it, mm-hmm. and I knew that before I figured out that I was actually the queen of ethical non-monogamy, mm. is um. The Bay Area. The Bay Area. Well, so you don't like it because you want to essentially have a relationship where that option is open. But you basically just want a partner, and really, you want to get married. And you don't want ethical non-monogamy. You want actual monogamy. You're just not jumping into it. Mm-hmm. Also, everybody in the Bay Area is polyamorous. Okay, you, you might be exaggerating <laughs> a little. A tiny bit, but it's very common. It's it's very common. It's more um, common than monogamy is. Well, I oh, I don't know about on dating sites. I don't know about that. Well, I think more maybe. common than both are just people who aren't in a relationship and just, yeah. Want to fuck around. Or, you know, <laughs> are open to whatever or just, like, not in anything. Like uh, Okay, so I've met a lot of people who are like, oh, I have, like, five girlfriends and blah, 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 and it's great. And okay, I, I think it's called out. a harem at that point. <laughs> but no, um... And they want to go out with me, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm not interested at all. Thank you very much. And they're like, well, and this is what they always say, and it pisses me off. As soon as you're ready to love more than one person, I'm like, as soon as I'm ready to love more than one person, you will see me at a fraternity house, okay? Like, you are not my oh, first pick, Oh, so you're, you're not dipping a toe in. You're going, <laughs> you're here for the orgy. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean... <laughs> um, no, so, like, I, I've responded to a couple of people. I was 30 curious. 35-year-old, I always respond to them. It's not going to be someone who's, like, fat and bald and right, ugly. Right, but you do it to fuck with them. 
Yeah, that's true. You're not. There's uh-huh. no interest there. I I was. I, uh-huh. I I wanted to figure out what it was all about. So I've like been on a couple of dates with people who are mm. non-monogamous, and the basic idea, like kind of what I found, um, and in case this you know didn't get across, I'm straight. Uh, a lot of people, uh, don't necessarily know that. I don't know if you can tell by my voice. voice. of an angel. It's hard to figure out. It's the same voice. Well, I didn't want to throw them with the song earlier, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, no. Um, so I'm straight. So I've gone on a few dates with three different girls Mm -hmm. who were ethically non-monogamous. They were in a polyamorous relationship. Two of them had a primary Mm -hmm. and one of them was looking for a primary in like, Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't think I could be in a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I guess I have technically also dipped my toe into that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like I wanted it? to see what it was all about. I wanted to see like kind of like hear their thoughts and like how. The, I think the truth is is they just look at it a different way than you do. I think they they have a very they have very different needs, and they're not looking for people to just go out and fuck. Yeah. Uh, they are looking to build a meaningful relationship or with five. another person. Meaningful relationships. I think five <laughs> might be too many. I think at that point, maybe it's not a meaningful relationship <laughs> and you're just trying to make it an Olympic event. But uh, I, guess I don't know. Maybe it's a gender difference thing. Cause like, oh, I'm sure. The guys always seem to have like way more partners and be way down to fuck. Well, and that made more be their goal. Uh-huh. Whereas... Do, uh, do you think their primary girlfriends know about this? <laughs> uh, I think that if they are... First of all, I think if you're on a dating site, eventually it's going to get back to your circle. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. you're you're not... If you are on Bumble or Tinder or whatever, and you're trying to find partners or hookups or whatever, okay, what if, they're going to find out. What if, though, there's a primary relationship and the gal's going on on dates like you went Mm -hmm. out sure and the guy's doing the same thing but the guy bangs and the gal doesn't first date but he doesn't communicate the truth back oh i i think i think that's just like in a normal relationship i think just in a normal relationship guys are the worst i think you have to be honest well i I think you're making (laughs) a lot of assumptions here i assume that if they're doing that then their partner is okay with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe even their partner doesn't necessarily want to know. Mm. Maybe their partner genuinely doesn't care as long as they're being mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, as long the as they're being thing ethical. It's so scary. Yeah. Wear a condom, folks. Yeah. They're, well, no, they're awful. Condoms suck. Yeah. But wear them mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of, lots of things suck more than condoms. <laughs> like AIDS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is another great Stephen Lynch song. AIDS? No, it's actually called waiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, But the implication is he's waiting for his AIDS test to mm-hmm. come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he blew a tranny in a car? Well, he did some other things, too. Okay. Yeah. And if he's clean, he swears to God he will stop shooting smack. Okay. Probably. So, does chlamydia count as clean? No. Oh. Chlamydia, well, chlamydia I mean, it's is a... Incurable. It's Yeah, it's an STI, but... Or so, STD, and it's... Isn't that what happens at the end of the song? Yes. <laughs> no, I thought you were asking in general. So but yes, does he, has he have to quit smack or not? Well, he only committed to quitting smack, probably. <laughs> it, it didn't sound like a hard and fast. He wasn't firm on it. Okay. Um, He's so funny. 
Yeah, he's great. I can't. I have not successfully been able to get anyone else into him, and that like really annoys yeah, me. Yeah, I don't though. understand. So like most of my friends, it's a little bit too dark for them. Really? But well, that's what my brother said. Well, he was like, "Oh, that's not relatable at all," and I was like, "I think it's hilarious." Well, I mean, most of my male friends, at least, like, oh, they find it funny, but like uh-huh. they're not going to go like listen to him. Ah, I immediately was like, I must go down this rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah, my brother... I love him. (laughs) My brother went with me. He took Uh me to a Stephen Lynch uh, concert for my birthday. I don't know. Do you call it a concert? It's basically stand-up. Yeah, uh, it's a stand-up concert. Yeah, sure. I mean, he wasn't even standing up, so I don't... Yeah. You know, he was drinking a beer on a stool. Sit-up stool concert show. All right. Uh, It was a (laughs) non-denominational, ethical... Sit up stool concert venue show. of some kind. Yeah, it was so it was it was great. Uh, my brother enjoyed the shit out of it, but he he doesn't. He's not gonna like go no. listen to it on his own time. Uh, my friend James still way into him. You know when when the new when his albums come out. You know we geek out and mm-hmm. send each other the links and stuff, and it's great. Um, but yeah, in in my female friends, really not into it. Really, they hate it. Well. What? Do I not count? You're the only one. <laughs> You're the only one who thinks it's not even that finds it funny. But I love thinks it. that it's okay. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah. I like the one about when his wife is away and he like puts on all her clothes. It's just more fun when you're out here. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's so funny. Or the one where yeah, no, they're all great. Yeah. My, I mean, my favorite one is probably one that would affront most women, I guess. Lullaby? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so he doesn't actually have a daughter, to be clear. Really? Yes. Because he talks about her more than once. Yeah. No, it's a lie. He doesn't have a daughter. What if it's a dog? He goes, oh, you mean like in Zombieland? Mm-hmm. So in Zombieland, uh, Woody Harrelson's character, he talks about how much he loves his dog <laughs> and like how beautiful it was and like the dog got killed in the zombie apocalypse and it turns out that like it was too painful for him to even bring it up and oh it was his God. son it was his baby son i just said these ones everywhere yeah and That's so a like it's a zombie movie and he's talking about it and all of a sudden he says something about it and you go and i used to brush his hair every morning and blah 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 and then i'd tuck like, him in oh god make him brush his teeth he hated brushing his teeth and they slowly realize that wow. he's not talking about a dog oh my god and then that sounds in, like a really good movie well yeah it actually was and then you know it's most people are dead and they're holed up in bill murray's house <laughs> so uh he's like wiping his eyes with hundred dollar bills because oh money doesn't Why matter in the not... future anymore only twinkies do okay i gotta see this movie yeah. is on netflix I know, but Zombieland 2 is about to come out, and I'm excited about it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie. It's funny. It's kind out. of dark humor, so I think you cool. would enjoy it. But um, what, what are you trying to say? There's something wrong with me? No, I'm just saying you enjoy dark humor. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. Okay. Not that there aren't things wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, hey. you've, you've got the fungus. Hey, right. Um, That's true. That's wrong. That's very wrong. But uh, yeah, I guess... So I... I'm not really interested in trying to be in a polyamorous relationship as, I don't you know, what would you, you call it? Toe. Well, I, I met up with these girls. I, I, oh, okay. I'm not even hundred percent sure you should call it a date. Uh-huh. It was like a meetup. <laughs> yeah. We met up, uh, Obviously. one we had, uh, we had lunch, another, we had coffee 
and like it just wasn't uh like we talked like yeah, as yeah. as people it was very you know friendly and do you not do that on your dates usually talk as people no like i <laughs> i do but it's like there was no implication like there uh-huh. was no like it, it was really just a lot of curiosity on my part they were mm-hmm. answering questions and they were kind of curious as to whether this is something that like that i could eventually be in mm-hmm. because and you were like i don't know but probably not well i mean i didn't even make up my mind there mm-hmm. it was very both of the people that i went on dates with or whatever they were um it's not like there was any kind of commitment um one of them i still text from time to time she's very nice i'm mm-hmm. not gonna get in a relationship with her but um basically i i didn't make up my mind on anything at either of the dates they're very different dynamics and i i had to like process all of it mm-hmm. and it's just and then at the end of the process at the end of the process I think it's probably not for me, although my last actual relationship was was sort of Mm non-monogamous, but not really on my part, Mm -hmm. sort of. Well, Uh yeah, it was pretty poly. I guess. It was a certain kind of poly. It was a certain, yeah. So you want to get into it or I guess (laughs) you Uh, brought it up. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, well, we're talking about it. You talked about your non-polyamory and all that. is much more interesting. Do you say so? Um, (laughs) So my ex was bi. Uh Um, So I basically didn't restrict her on on women at all. She'd do whatever Uh she wants uh, with other girls, go on dates. Uh Um, But she she didn't really do so much that. No. Because you said I have the secret capacity for jealousy. I do, but in, in, in that scenario... Oh, I'm so jealous of bi guys. I tried to date a bi guy and I was like, Fuck And you banged a dude this. and you just weren't about it? He did like... I just didn't even like the way he looked at guys. I couldn't handle it. Okay. I can't compete with a guy. Why not? Because I don't have any of that. If that's what you're into... You have a vagina. Yeah, exactly. And he... Yeah, he's... So he's that's why one. I can't compete with a guy. No. Nah. Ah, it drove me nuts. I tr- I tried to do it one time. I think you can compete with the guy just fine. Oh fuck you! I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not by. That's why I don't so, do by guys. Um. Anyway, so I I just didn't look at it like that's that's a very different need. That's a very different mm-hmm. uh, attraction mm-hmm. for her. That so like fine. I just yeah I like I can't mm-hmm. help her with that. I don't want to shut that part of her off. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I don't, fe- I didn't feel like it was a re- reflection on me or how I satisfied mm-hmm. her needs at all for her to be. And she just, she had a lot of really close female friends and they, they sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's so interesting. None of my, cause like <clears throat> all my friends are lesbians and none of them get down. Yeah. None of them. Uh, no, not with friends. Mm. It's fucking weird. But gay guys, I, I lived with a ton of gay guys in LA and they all did that. Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. And Interesting. Although I feel like lesbians experiment a lot more with guys than gay yes. guys experiment with women. Yeah. I just, I, well, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to like obviously Ew, speak for either community. I but a gay guy one time. It was awful. Okay. Um, uh, it was like 
kissing a relative or something. Okay. He had There's like just kissed nothing. somebody else in our friend group, a guy, and mm-hmm. he actually liked that guy. And then he would then he got all nervous about it, and he was trying to make it seem like that wasn't a big deal. And he like told me all this. He's like, "So I'm gonna kiss you," and I was like. Okay, whatever. You like, showed him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. It was the worst kiss ever. Well, it's like when straight girls at a sorority party make out. I guess. Yeah. There's just nothing behind it. Yeah. At least they, like, want to look sexy for other people. This was just like, oh, or God, what a mistake. Or <laughs> they're just seeing if they would like it. Yeah. The old yeah. college try. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the old college buy. <laughs> the case maybe. Um, but yeah, so I, I, she was allowed to, you know, whatever she wanted with other girls, mm-hmm. and then we, we also kind of um, had a bunch of threesomes. Yeah, like if if there were another girl involved who was bi and wanted mm-hmm. me to be like, I, we were allowed. And then to, she didn't get jealous of that. Not if she was there. But if she wasn't there. Well, I wasn't allowed to do anything if she wasn't right. there. Why? I just don't. Because then she would be jealous. I would stab somebody in the like She wanted to neck. feel like she was the priority, mm-hmm. and as long as <laughs> as long as she was there, <gasps> she always felt like, mm-hmm. um, like the it was primary. Wasn't... Yeah, I guess. Uh, but like, it's not you like just I was found out that you've been polyamorous well, too. <laughs> it's, I'm not sure if it's the same because it's not like we were involved in a relationship with any of these girls. Right, but that can be a, a flavor of polyamory. Yeah, it's, it's like a choose your own adventure book. Sure, I just don't know if you're you can call her a primary when there's no secondary. You know what I mean? But you're banging other chicks. That's secondary. I guess, but like, you know, she is too. Yeah, and some of those are her good friends. Yeah, she's got a gang of secondaries. You bang them from time to time. Not all of them. Some of them. Were no, I mean, some of them were genuinely fully lesbian. So uh-huh, I uh-huh. didn't do anything. Now. How much time does this woman have? Doesn't She's got like a long life. What do you? How much time do you spend on Netflix or streaming services like, any given day? Very little. How much you don't time do you spend understand. reading? How much time do you spend editing podcasts? Okay. All of that could be turned into sex time. And mm-hmm. also, this is like I knew this girl over the course of years. Over yeah. yeah. You, I've known her three years like now. Slow build. You did yeah. it for so we dated for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. We were exclusive. I'm, I'm putting air quotes on exclusive for the, <laughs> for six months of that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we there was a lot of time to do mm-hmm. what you seem to think that we were doing on an everyday basis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it takes me like a year, nine months maybe to find someone I want to kiss usually. Oh, okay. Like one person. So I can't even imagine. And now we know. Not gay guys. Not gay guys. Not gay guys. No. Nope. Not even bi guys. Nope. Too jealous. Can't handle it. Well, there's a lot of songs about that. Being jealous? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a Joe Jonas song. Who? Joe Jonas. He's one of the Jonas Brothers. Okay. Stop. The sexy one. <laughs> What? <laughs> well, they're they're all Mormon, so they're all very sexy. I or they're Christian of some kind. I think they're Mormon. Me. Okay. Yeah, they had purity rings. It was, a, it was a whole thing. I do remember the purity. But then thing. one of them got down before marriage because he was they too sexy. Out? Uh, no, uh, they're actually they just they're doing reunion now. Oh. I why do I know so much about the Jonas? I feel well. I feel Are like I mostly sure know. Okay? I I feel like I mostly know about the Jonas Brothers because of South Park. Okay. But. Okay. <laughs> 
That's a and, good cover. And because Joe Jonas is now uh, either boyfriend, girlfriend, or engaged to the actress who plays Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, which is obviously super important. Obviously. For any of our listeners who are <laughs> ready to be disappointed and Yvette has never seen any Game of Thrones. Go fight yourself in a closet. Yep, never seen it. Don't want to. Yeah, I, I would like to, but the closet here is, is very full. There's not enough room <laughs> in there for me, my feelings. Uh, apparently, my pent-up gay frustration and, <laughs> uh, you know, no mobility for cutting on behalf of the lack of Game of Thrones. Okay, tell them why I've never seen Game of Thrones. Our little non ethical <laughs> non-monogamous trooper here is... She has a real hang-up with sex scenes in <laughs> the silver screen. Mm-hmm. So I've been, like, in the same room with Game of Thrones before, and I'm like, ew, what is this? And then it's Game of Thrones, and I'm it's like, It's sex. Oh. You've Mental had it. Mental note, never watching that. It's sex, and you've had it. It's not that weird. It, granted, sex scenes in movies and TV are typically not super realistic. That's what I don't like about them. If it's realistic, like, that's what I love about... Um, Girls? Do you ever watch porn. Girls? Ew, what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I can't do porn at all. Um, I, I've not really watched Girls, no. The sex scenes are very realistic. Well, it's because they're they're really, I think, portraying the sex scenes from a more female perspective. Oh. So it's more realistic to you. So. Although, I would say, well, have you seen Inside Amy Schumer? No. Okay, uh, even though she steals all her jokes, she sucks. You should watch the show. Fuck. It's it's funny. The show's funny, but it's because she has great writers. Like, mm-hmm. do you know Tig Notaro? The name actually sounds familiar. I don't know why. She's a short, clearly a lesbian. Like, you know, when you uh-huh. look at someone, you're like, that's a lesbian. Sure. Yeah, she's not fighting stereotypes. She's got mm-hmm. short hair. Uh, she's very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, better writer than stand up, although her stand up's not bad. Um, I think Rhea really likes her. I think that's why I've seen her stand up before. No, she's good. Um, obviously, she's not aiming her comedy at the straight mm-hmm, cis mm-hmm. male demographic that right. is me. But uh, I still, she's she's funny. Why, why are you bringing this up? They write good sex scenes? Or? Uh, she's a writer for Inside Amy Schumer. Uh-huh. And, no, but there's a, yeah, Inside Amy Schumer, there's a scene where they do like POV porn from the okay. female perspective and it yeah. sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. Like nobody wants to see that. You see like a sweaty like dad bod guy with like too much body hair just pumping away, just looking sweaty and like he's yeah. like you, the yeah, only thing you're sure. seeing is him staring down. And it's very funny because it's oh, just like so funny. it kills Do they do the point of view everything. from the other point of view? No. Oh. No. Okay. They're just they want I I don't know like they wanted to give girls a laugh, but uh-huh. really what they did for me is like, wow, it must suck to be a girl during sex. I've thought about it before. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I get to look at a girl. It's very, you know, clean, put together, good skin, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Like, meanwhile. Girls are pretty. I'm hairy as fuck. Some girls are into that, though. Yeah. I'm not, though. So I wouldn't <laughs> want to stare up at me pumping away. Like, right, right. nobody's into well, it. Well, people are into that. That's why you're not but, gay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I guess that's true. I'm not going to fit in that closet uh-huh. under any circumstances. Right. There you go. <laughs> okay. Don't have to. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about polyamory? Uh, 
I would say try to be less judgmental than Yvette about it. If it's not for or you, don't. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not for you, it's not for you. Don't try and force it. But you know, and if you different are strokes for different folks. Polyamorous, don't try to force people who aren't into it. That's what that I is like. weird. It's like super condescending. That yeah, and like. They're just like, mm, just give it a shot. That just kind of like, reeks to me of guys who are disappointed they didn't get laid. Yeah. I'm like, listen, buddy, it's never going to happen. Like, <laughs> for a thousand different reasons. And I your just, other five girlfriends will give you a pity hand job. Like, you're, you'll, yeah. you're going to get through this. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's our thoughts on polyamory. <laughs> Thanks for joining. And I'm going to do this. I never do this. Follow us on Instagram and Audacious Behavior. You can email us. Uh, so far, Bernie Sanders is the only person who emails me. Oh, because, yeah. Well, All the time asking for money. Once again, <laughs> he is asking for your financial support. And you should support him. He's the best. He's literally the best. Um, yeah. And, oh, if you he's, have any topics. He's Danny DeVito approved. Yeah. there. You said Danny DeVito's with him right now? Yeah. That's so cool. I wish I was Danny DeVito. That's fucking rad. I want to, or <laughs> it's an interesting wish. <laughs> I wish I could be on the campaign trail with Bernie. Um, and Danny DeVito, who's on the trail with him. Yeah, that would be amazing. He's yeah. so funny. I've liked him for a long time. I'm just I'm the biggest Always Sunny fan. You are? Yeah, I just... That was my mom's favorite show, but you're a bigger fan. It doesn't. It didn't come up all the time with her the way it does with you. Um, well, there are more seasons out now, so now go. there is a there is literally an always sunny reference for every situation. Just rub it in that my mom's dead. Way to go, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to bring her back, but I thought that's what you wanted. All right, um, I'm sorry. It's okay. So yeah, nerdacious behavior. Oh, if you have topics for us to discuss. I can't remember who said polyamory, but thank you. And yeah, write us with new topics. We appreciate your input. We really do. Bye, nerds. <laughs>